0: Dun, dun, dun. all right thank you everybody for joining me again uh today i have the wonderful kirsten weeks again on Woo! Hey! 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 <laughs> i need to get those little buttons Whoosh! maybe like a little push, flush you know <laughs> Well, sorry, i've got return guests flush the toilet <laughs> <laughs> return her back to where she came we <laughs> gotta have one like of a little goblin <laughs> yeah you do we'll work on She's that crotch <laughs> goblins yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh thank you again guys uh welcome to my podcast damn croucher goblins because we talk about kids no kids everything in between and whatever deals with everything because we're all in this together and it's a journey we all need to uh support each other and move on forward so I wanted to yep. talk to you, Kirsten, cause I don't know if you've heard, I think it made national news, but about the, um, the mom who dumped her baby in the dumpster in New Mexico.
1: Yeah, it's not anything new, unfortunately. Um, it's one of those things where, you know, kids have babies and toilets during the prom and other kids wrap, you know babies that they've had and you know left them in other places and it's an unfortunate I don't even know the right word for it but um yeah so for those who may not know and Katie can touch on it uh we've had a a young mother uh who didn't know what to do and
0: in high school yeah yeah she's a senior in high school and I really read in on it because you know right now I'm currently down in El Paso and when you look at it it's really not far from me. It's, I think it's been uh-huh. like five, six hours. And, um, and I, I'm going to try not to cry this episode when try not to, but anything with babies just kills me. Cause it's just, oh, uh-huh. they're innocent. Really. They, they don't know what's going on. They really are so dependent on you and that comfort. And there is some truth, I believe to, uh, Freud's ideas with comfort and nurturing, especially in the beginning eight stages. Um, especially with two you know you and me both having children who have issues you know we both can protest that there is a definite issue with that but um she's she was 18 and um she told the cops that she didn't know at least that's what she said I didn't know I was pregnant until late everyone said okay yeah we agree she didn't know till late but she knew and she didn't say nothing and uh about did she what did they say I'm just trying to remember off the top of my head but the biggest thing was that um, she told the father that she miscarried and I think that's wrong I get it it's our body it's our choice but when you've brought in somebody else they need to be known you know and you know it's hard especially at that age you know our brains aren't even Halfway done with developing, they don't stop developing till 25, and that's the frontal cortex, which has reason and making smart choices, which is why kids do stupid things. Um, and I just it's hard for me, it's hard because I feel like if the parents would have stepped up just a little bit, you know, you don't have to go into, well, are you having sex or dr- you know, drill them, but look you're going to do what you're going to do. I support you in making the right decisions. And if anything happens for any reason that shouldn't happen, like pregnancy, I hope that you'll feel more comfortable talking to me about that and we can handle it at that time. And we can come to a decision together, you know, like as a mom with a daughter and with boys, I feel like with boys, like if you get a girl pregnant, let them know. I, Do or don't want to keep this kid. How do you feel about that? Hey, I still feel like you should go see a doctor though, because it's your health too. And as mothers, we all know we've been in that delivery room, anything can happen. Heart rate of the baby goes down. You can lose blood supply. You can have issues. And the best thing to do is make sure that we're all healthy, you know? Well, and I think the thing is though, is that that's you know, substantial if there was an
1: even playing field, but we, you know, like anything we've talked in the past, we don't always know what's going on in the background. Does that give people the right to, you know, get in a car and drive and kill somebody drunk? Does that give someone the right to throw a baby, you know, in a dumpster? No, but there are so many factors where we're, we've had missed opportunities as a society to sit down and have healthy uh, talks with our, you know, next generation, whether they're ours or our neighbors or a teacher, who doesn't, it, whoever's involved in, in the fundamental development of a human, right? Mm-hmm. Not, not saying, 5 year five-year-old versus a fifteen-year-old. No, they're humans, and we all have the same pieces and parts. And we, like I, I talk about in a book I'm writing, that I was basically um, raised ill-equipped for all things human when it came to being let out to society. I didn't know about periods and sex and um, and people go, well, how did you not know? Well, biologically, I'm an only child, an only child of divorce in junior high. Like all the main milestone times of when like someone should have sat down and talked to me. No, here's a book. Do you, what 12 year old's gonna read a book about pee? You know, a pee <laughs> peeing
0: blood. <laughs> well, pee blood, I guess. You know. But, but I hope I, they I weren't paying blood. That. that would be a little bit more I, yeah. serious.
1: <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. And, and I, this is literally the words I use when it comes to birth control. Uh, I was 14 or 15 and my dad called me into the front room and I was living my dad, single dad, and um, he slides my medical card across the table. Like we were playing, you know, blackjack or something. And he says, um, uh, such and such's daughter's pregnant oh, she's younger younger than me. Okay. You know, I'm thinking this, right. And he goes, and he's like, not even looking at me. He's he's like pushing the card. I don't want to know, but if you need birth control, here's your card. Bye. And like threw my medical card at me. That was my sex talk from my father. Um, And it's like, for me, I had to make a lot of decisions on my own you know, and one decision was to have sex at 15 because no, you know, I didn't have, oh, I'm horny. This guy's cute, you know, whatever. And, um, I'm actually good friends with this
0: wife now. Is that weird? (laughs) Just a little bit, but you know, friendships happen the weirdest ways. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So,
1: but it's like, I had all the normal ur- urgence, uh, not urgent, uh, urges of a hormonal 15, 16-year-old girl and know, not, didn't know what was what and who was where. And I did know enough that you could get pregnant. Mm-hmm. I knew condoms existed. I knew there was times we couldn't find the condom after sex. <laughs> uh, oh, you know, you man, go-
0: I've had that where you yeah, got to go fishing yeah, for it. I- what?
1: what do you do then? And, um, you know, for me, looking back, 15-year-old me, 16, 17, 18-year-old me, different than her, the one we're talking about in particular, I know that I, at that time in my life, if you'd asked me then, I would have said, if I got pregnant, i just have an abortion. Mm-hmm. That, that version of me would have just said, that's what makes the most sense. You get pregnant, yeah. you have an abortion, you move on. Yep. Yeah. Uh, me now me 20, I would never, ever, ever have an abortion. I am a hundred percent pro-choice. You do with what you want with your body. Me as a developing young adult. And I got further in and became, a, there's no way I would have survived an abortion as a teenager. There's just no way knowing myself now, but that was what I would that that was like oh if I get you know I'm taking these precautions if I still get pregnant you just have an abortion right Mm -hmm. because that's what my friends did um and uh so that's the mindset well for this young woman and I can't speak for her but I can kind of think globally for other young women that have been in this position well for the you know for the sake of argument let's say she didn't know and never even had the oh I'll just get an abortion a plan b didn't know. Right. Let's just say dad slid her the medical car. She had no idea what was growing in her belly. Okay. Let's just all just assume that because yeah. that's happened to people. Oh yeah. But, but where's the education in other facets outside the home where it is a known thing that if A and B is happening, C is your option, D is your option, E is your option. Well, I can and I tell think- you, I vividly
0: yeah. remember being in school and that was never discussed. Mm-mm. It was this is a boy's penis. This is a period. I'm going to tell you right now. I glazed over when they went over periods. I'm like seven, 28, 31, five, six. I have no idea. What are you guys talking about? Nobody double checked. Do you understand what we're talking about? Do you have any no. questions? Nobody wants to ask questions in that class. You're like, okay, oh, so gosh, gonna no. look at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. And they never went over. Look, no. when you have sex, they went over, you know, like you have sex, the eggs and a fertilized blah, 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 blah. Not, look, you guys are going to have hormones when you get older. These are going to be hard to control. Please. If these come to be an issue, there's what's called condoms. The condoms are there to protect you. Not just from STDs, which is all they go over, but from pregnancy. And the reason you don't want pregnancy is at a young age that can cause issues for later in life. Yeah. But it's like, no one explains it. And we are also not
1: comprehending it. So there's like a mix mash. Right. And yeah. then I wanted to do a like drum roll when you were talking be like, da, 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 da. and here's how, and here's how we learned how we didn't want to be teen mothers. We right? carry a five I- stack of flour around, really dress cute <laughs> or an egg or a potato. Because doing that for five days during the school day and passing it to the significant other. Oh, we didn't have to <laughs>
0: learn. We didn't want children because it's a lot of responsibility to carry that potato. Do you know how many kids left their potato, their sacks in their lockers? They actually got suspended. And I'm like, oh yeah, because yeah, that teaches them. Oh, I left my sack, of you know, flour in the thing. I got to go home for the day. No, <laughs> you know, no. Um, I it, had it, a... We're friends now, but we had we were kind of friends, but not really during this time. But in junior high. So uh-huh. very early, this is before high school, she got pregnant with one of the staff members of the school. <gasps> yes. Oh. That and so talk about ostracized. I never saw her again. She went to, we had like a secondary school for those kind of children. She got her GED and everything outside of school or a diploma, but from that school. And I just, you know, I found, I talked to her, met up with her years later. This is probably just a couple of years ago, actually. And I'm like, how was that? She was like, oh, I couldn't look at people the same, you know. So here basically, I was. she was
1: raped by an adult, forced to have a child ostracized from school
0: Basically, you know, into adulthood by trying to have a relationship with a father that is in his 20s, going through the legal piece
1: on that, probably being ridiculed at home, church, wherever else, because now you're this, you know, slut for whatever you are, because that's what we get called if we open our legs. Oh, yeah, that we're sluts. but guys
0: are cool buds, you know? Yeah, exactly. Oh,
1: you got more than one. He's the man. Yeah, oh, God, but this is why we end up with babies
0: in dumpsters. <laughs> exactly. And that's, and I really feel like it really should come down to at school, right? They, they tell you either you can do at home or at school. And I literally said, I'm not going to let you guys teach my kid at school. Cause you guys are going to teach him crap. Yeah. And don't has nothing to do with religious has nothing to do with what you're going to tell him. Cause I'm going to tell him all the exact same stuff, but I'm going to go further and I'm going to say, yeah. you got a girl pregnant. You better come tell me. Because if that happens, I want to show her that there's somebody that's going to support her. Mm -hmm. Look, do you want to keep this baby or do you not? That's your choice. Okay. I'm pro-choice too. I I feel like there is a point in time during pregnancy. Like I don't believe in six month abortions. I don't. No, not for the purpose of aborting, just for, I don't want a kid. Yeah. At that point, there are long lists of parents waiting for babies. Go to the hospital, have it, say it's yours. I don't want it and walk out, have a better life. Right. You know, and that's, and that's where I really, I think that parents, we should take it one step ahead and as teachers in the education system, right? this does happen because Hey, statistically it does, it might not Mm -hmm. be you, but it might be a friend of yours. Yeah. Let them know they have options. It is called the safe Haven law and it is through all 50 States. You can take a child within the first 60, Some states it's 90. You can take a child born to any fire department, police department, you can take it to the hospital. No, well, I can't say no questions that, though you'll probably ask your name. or is the baby okay? Just depends I, on the. Type it type depends even. on where you go. Yeah, so repercussions. Yeah. There's no repercussions. You're not gonna go to jail. You're not gonna get fined. Like this girl, she's now facing prosecution for child abuse for a uh, first degree attempted murder, like, come on, is it, it's not worth it. It's not worth, uh-huh. she's got to be at home with an ankle monitor. People are outside her house all day. People are writing and saying horrible things to her parents and her, it's just not worth it. Take it over, take it to them and just say, I can't do this. That's all you need to say. Right. I can't do this. Yeah. Hand the baby over, Ra- keep it nice and warm. <laughs> Don't hand it naked, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, be thoughtful about it. It's, it does state in there that it needs to show that the baby has not had any signs of abuse, you right. know? And, but that, I mean, if you have it and you're shocked, you know, I get it. Like you said, some babies are born in the toilets. You can't help it if yeah. they bang their head, be honest. I had them in the toilet. I can't do this. Hand it over and walk away.
1: That's all well, you got to do. Thing. I'm going to play devil's advocate on that. Please he do. And I both through traumatic stuff. PTSD yeah. and the brain and the function of the brain do crazy things. Yeah. And, you know, just like anything, you someone might say, well, if that happened to me, I would do this. That's great in your mindset right now. Yeah. But and when you're in when that you add all these other things, right? So that's the thing. Yeah. People say, Well, there's stickers in, you know, McDonald's bathrooms that say if, da, da, da. that's all fine and good. But the problem is, is that we're not teaching back. To the fundamental core of children raising children, allowing uh, continuous uh, uh, predatory sexual abuse, manipulation. There's just mm-hmm. so many things that happen when, when any of us are too young. Um, and there's just so many facets of times that are missed. You know, there's times where, okay, to keep it even playing field, catch 90% of the average 12 year old. To talk about it in school well guess what happens you can sign your kid in and out of that okay great the ones who tend to sign their kids out don't continue the conversation at no. home or have a separate conversation the ones who let their kids in there most of the time just say that was good enough right I got yeah. it I was fine when you know they weren't yes. and then there's some of us like I am as and you are as a mom I taught my kids from the get-go look that da that da that happen what do you think would be worst case scenario for that action? Well, maybe they, they could have gotten pregnant. Okay. What else could have happened? And like, we would go all the way through mm-hmm. and they'd look at me and I go, so what does that mean? They're like, so one night of five minutes, because I'm, you know, young <laughs> and you're telling me it won't last that long. <laughs>
0: Most men still don't last that long. I I dated quite a bit.
1: (laughs) I am doing this with my fingers. Maybe I should go a little shorter. (laughs) I think
0: you need to bring him a
1: little bit closer. Uh, But, uh, but the thing is, especially for me raising boys, but I would have done the same thing for girls. It's that one, 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 one kiss, one oral sex, one penetration sex. Doesn't matter you could have a disease the rest of your life. Yep. You could not even, you could have a disease that went unnoticed that could affect your fertility later in life. HBG. You could have a disease, yeah. You could have a disease even known like gonorrhea, but maybe didn't get caught quick enough. So let's just even say, great, you were, you were unscathed in the sex STD world. Well, you're also now 17 having a baby okay, so what does this mean? And the, and it's just like this current, you know, unravel. And it's like, at one point, are we going to take a step back and think we're really setting our humanity up for failure?
0: Oh yeah, definitely. I, I definitely agree that, you know, um, I do believe that's everybody's choice, right. To send their kid in or not, but I agree that we need to take the responsibility. And my dad was the same way, actually, <laughs> You're going to laugh at this one. I went to Planned Parenthood, which I am a total advocate for them. Um, yeah, I always love to it. scream at the Planned Parenthood. <laughs> I love to scream at the people who are picketing outside. And I'm like, I'm like, say that to the rape, the child that has to look at the rapist in the face, you know, like I yeah. just, I don't agree with it. And everyone has their reasons, you know, there's so much. Planned
1: Parenthood um, what- is abortion. They do women's health. They catch breast cancer. They oh, caught yeah. a friend's breast cancer. My friend was very,
0: she was one of those girls. Like you're talking about with abortion. She was very yeah. like, I'm going to get an abortion. And I sat in that room with her at her support. And the doctor's like, you do realize that there's a lot of families that are waiting for children. And mm-hmm. do you feel like that this absolutely can't help for you that that this would put such an impediment on your life that you couldn't help somebody else out. And she's like, I'm not trying to be judgment. I'm just letting you know that you could. Option? Yeah. And she's yeah. like, well, and she goes, you know, these aren't always effective. There have been children who have been born after an attempt of abortion. And she's yep. like, so, you know, is this something that you could go forward with? And she was like, no, I can't. I need it now. I'm like, yeah. I told her, well, I'm like, it's okay. about
1: education. It has some misnomers. Yeah you know, and that's the thing. They, a lot of people don't know that even Planned Parenthood is the number one affordable place that those living with HIV and AIDS can get medications. And now there's medications to keep people from transmitting it and, or even showing positive any longer, but yeah, there's just abortions.
0: Yeah. and (laughs) And yeah. And my dad, I went there and my thing was that I was, you know, I talked to my mom, like I, my period is like, 10 days and then it's three days and it's four days. And then she was like, well, if you get on birth control, it'll regulate you. And so that was my whole thing was to get on regulation. My dad found that out. HIPAA law violation, mind you. And was like, why were you going to pay in parenthood for birth control? I'm like, whoa, how are you to know? Because he's yeah. like, well, used my insurance. I'm like, you still shouldn't know. Like, See, that's the thing. Yeah. And that's why these kids get scared.
1: Mom yeah. and dad are going to know if they walk in and have a well check because insurance. I don't care if you're 13 or over and it's mental health, at least in the state of Washington, it's 13 and over. They can choose. You have no say, but they can still bill your insurance, but they can't talk to you about what they're giving your child.
0: And that but should ch- be pretty good. You know, I, I, yeah. I told Torin he's 10 and his father just recently said that he doesn't want anything to do with his life, which. I mean, good. Cause he's yeah. been out, he's been out for like five years. So, yeah. you know, it was like, could you have done this like five years ago? Like, I'm just, you're not going to do it. <laughs> but I told her and I said, look, you're old enough, which he's really still not, but he's old enough to choose what kind of name he wants. And I said, you know, you can take yeah. our name or you can keep the name that you were born with. And yeah. And he's old enough. You know, he's like, you know what? I was born like this. This is who I am. I'm just going to keep it. I'm like, okay. You know? And yeah. that's the thing is, I think You know, we get told when they're littler, right? Don't treat them like adults. They're not adults. They're children, which they are. Let's treat them like they're children. We are to raise them. That is our job. But there comes a time right at that preteen age where we've got to start shifting it to that they do need to start making their own choices because whether good or bad, they have to learn from that. They need to know the circumstances
1: of a choice they're going to possibly make. That's I think that's what we don't teach us the consequences. We say, if you do that, this could happen. No, 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 no. Let's sit down because yeah, the what ifs and could ifs and should ifs are like way up here, you're cherry picking, right? Yeah. Sit that kid down and be like, look, here is what 80 years forward looks like by that decision. Let's talk it through.
0: Yeah. And, you know,
1: you really, but it it comes down to now with, you know, these different apps and videos and, you know, everything, the, the pinch of your fingers and there's porn addiction by eight year olds right now. And it's just like, so the, the more we can talk to our kids at the youngest of ages about real. Body and life, the better off we're going to be. And they're not too young. It's the way that you approach it. It's the content. It's in how it's spoken. It's in how it's comprehended. And it's not it's a one-time deal. How it's, it's bingo. That's what I'm saying. It's how yeah. it's continued and re and change and change and change. So by the time they get into eighth grade science class and the boys go to that room and the girls go to this room, they're going to be like, what? Like, cause they'll go, my mom, no, that's I not really know all about this. this. Cause my mom needs to come in here, you know, but that's the other thing too. We're so antiquated. We still pull boys and girls out of rooms to talk about boys and girls, sexual stuff that they're going to do with each other, let alone think about this. There's gay, there's yep. transgender, there is non-binary, there is uh, gender fluidity there is yeah there is pan there is polyamory there's all this identity of both sexuality uh and and gender identity there's so many pods that's a whole nother podcast yeah but here we are separating the boys from the girls to talk about heterosexual sex <laughs> when at 20 5% of each of those sides are gay,
0: lesbian, pan, you know, and it's like, <laughs> come on guys, wake up. <laughs> well, I don't understand why we're separating me either, right? Like, okay, you're there's the boy's penis. I, I, I really, the room. <laughs> there was, so I will say this much. It was all girls when it came to like your personal sexual, but when it came to sex, like the sex talk, we were all in the same one. And of course, you know, the guys are like, <laughs> you're like, Seriously, can we not laugh about this so we can get through this? <laughs> yeah, but and- that's the
1: thing. If that's the immaturity of that particular
0: subset of ages, then we need to look at how is a boy who's eleven who's like hur, hur,
1: actually going to hear what you're saying?
0: Yeah, and that's and that's the thing too. Is like as you know, we were talking about just continuing because he's mm-hmm. not at that mature age. We need to readjust. We need to come back yep. at it again. And yep. um, I totally agree with that. But what I was saying. Uh, about my dad though right was that here I am at 15 16 I still hadn't had sex mm-hmm. I didn't want to I knew I wanted kids mm-hmm. but I've seen the girl in school have sex and have a child I saw right. the girls that were a few years older than me at high school leaving with huge bellies and not coming back yeah. I didn't want that and right. I knew that but my dad <laughs> and you were talking about that too right like no one's caring my dad on one drunk night sat there and called me a whore. And I was like, why, why am I a whore? Well, you have all these guy friends and you're sleeping around with them. I'm like, oh, are you there in the room? Do you know I'm sleeping with them? Yeah. Like, I'm so glad that my father thinks I'm a whore and is not supporting me and saying, are you, do you need help? No, you're just judging me. And yeah, then. Like you were saying, then I went and had sex. I'm like, well, if my dad doesn't give two shits about me, he doesn't care, then I'm just going to go do it anyways. You know, I still was safe, but you know, at the same time, then you start getting into relationships and you're like, okay, we're, we're comfortable, you know, every now and then I'm on birth control. We don't have to have a condom. That's how I got HPV. And Mm -hmm. luckily for me, that hasn't come into any cancerous, but I will say it is damn annoying when you go to an annual pap, Oh, it's abnormal. Then the next one's normal. Then the next one's abnormal. It's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth every yeah. time because of it. hmm You know, well, I can
1: say went back to the HPV, right? A knock on wood. I, you know, never got any STDs, never got pregnant in high school. Uh, tried to have a child with my husband, got pregnant. Uh, very lucky in the sense of like not having any traumaticness yeah. around some of the stuff we're talking about. But I did get mono, which some people could say, you know, in the realm of STDs, Um, and I got it from the boyfriend. I lost my virginity, to. and when um, I ended up having, life happened, and my body ended up having lupus, the doctors said that they are pretty much glued in, that having had Epstein-Barr virus, which is mononucleosis, it can lay dormant in you, just like chicken pox can lay dormant and bring shingles um, H not HPV, excuse me, Epstein-Barr EBV can lay dormant and under the right shit storm, um, which was what my body did. It, um, basically triggered it and it, it told it to, uh, to attack me. Well, then it, it confused my immune system and my immune system then attacked itself. Oh, yeah. And guess what? That not that there wasn't a bunch of stuff in the middle, but having kissed him Did more than eventually, but the kissing (laughs) that started all of that. Yeah. Or sharing of a soda with a friend in band. You could get mono too. Guess what? And that's why I taught my kids that. That one decision, that one time ended up somehow ultimately impacting future me, lupus me, because of the Epstein Barr virus. Now there's a lot of factors that led there, but again, it's that education piece of learning about bodies human you know all of the different things and then you throw in hormones blah 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 oh, but yeah, yeah. and this, this is why we end up with young women who make decisions like this young woman did and again there's no judgment she did what she did there are there are consequences for the actions but here's the deal the actions that led up to that there aren't consequences for who, yeah. who's this, who's that, who, there's just so much of a shit storm that if we would sit down with our kids at an early age and talk to them, um, a lot it, of this could I have mean, been prevented. Some of it. Yeah. And, and it's just like, it's so hard because there's so many factors, um, you know, was, there's, there's racism and poverty and systemic, you know, there's just so many factors that even school is not a level playing field. Like you think, how are all these kids? You can't trust parents to be the only people, you know, there's just so many factors that go into it.
0: Well, and then the teachers try and help and then the parents are not not them for crossing the line. Yeah. And they're not social workers. They're
1: not police officers. And,
0: you know, you say the word CPS and some of us are like, ah,
1: you know, and it's like And I will say
0: this real quick before we go any further, CPS, mm-hmm. which I did have called on me, which I did have issues with, they are not the enemy. They really are not. No. They they will help you financially however they can with clothes if you need to, with food if you need to, resources for counseling, understanding, therapy for your child. And that was the quote shit storm that Jesse flew into. Long story short, I had a babysitter who was supposed to be there and didn't show up. And Within the 30 minutes, I didn't hear. And I finally got my friend to come over because I'm like, I'm at work. I can't get a hold of anybody. Um, <laughs> Torrin had already broken the cat's leg by dropping it, walked over the neighbors asking for help. I'm surprised the house didn't catch on fire, but and that's how CPS was involved. you know. And of course, I told my boss, I'm like, uh, my cat broke its leg. CPS was called. My son is with a friend <laughs> and I got to go because there's cops at my house. And he looked at me and yeah. goes okay later on when i told him and i showed him the police report and stuff he's like oh you weren't kidding and i was like no i wasn't you can't make this stuff up i'm yeah. like i can't i couldn't make that up if i pulled it out of my butt
1: <laughs> but you know uh, you touched on something there's got it like we have all these agencies for help and some of them are great right yeah and they're there for what they need to be there for but we have all these agencies to pick up the shit after the it's hit the fan
0: yeah but
1: we don't have the same attention to keep the shit from happening.
0: Right. Yeah, I definitely agree. Definitely agree. And and you know, I, just to kind of close up everything, you know, I feel like if anybody is struggling, you know, there are avenues for you. You don't have to go to a family friend or parent, you know, go to a random doctor, they don't know you. And, you know, and not all doctors are the same. I will say that. You know that therapists and everything like that, they're not all the same. And you don't have to be fearful. There are avenues. And um,
1: especially when well, you're I, afraid to give your name, you know, because you're afraid mom and dad could find out, that's what Planned Parenthood's for. Yes, you um, don't have to give a name.
0: You don't. And I love No, like and
1: if you're afraid to talk to a school counselor or a teacher because you're still afraid it's going to get back to some whatever. That's the point you start with somebody and find the resources you need before you're in a bathroom, giving a baby. And then I would leaving. say go to
0: the dang hospital. Who do you know is at the hospital? You know, I, yeah. need, I need to talk to a nurse and you don't have to say anything. Go right up to the maternity ward. The nurses are right there at the thing. Look, I'm pregnant and I'm 15 and I don't want to tell anybody and I don't know what to do. They it, will sit down and talk with you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I know it's scary, but it's scarier. I'm sure this young woman has found to be in the circumstances she's in, um, potentially facing jail and martyr and all of that. But again, we don't always know every circumstance that led up to it. And so that's the unfortunate spot. I think if we were all talking more. And we talked to each other and we taught each other what's right, what's wrong, and inappropriate touching at young ages. Like, if we just sat down and just stopped some of the um, overall stigma regarding all things with the word sex tied to it um, sexuality, sex, you know, identity, uh, inappropriate touching, rape like, we need to really teach us one to one, humanity wise, that some things are not okay. And but when things aren't okay, there are things to help and you shouldn't be afraid to seek it. Yeah. I guess is the best way to put it. I,
0: I think also too, not just seek it, but and I know this from personal experience, if one person doesn't listen, don't think that's it. Yeah, um, and
1: that's the part part too, you finally open up, right? And, and that, then that person shuts you down. That, down or, and this is something I mentor a young woman and she's in high school now. And, and I told her, she was really phobic about seeing a therapist. And I told her, I said, honey, that therapist works for you. If you don't like them and you're not gelling, you get a different therapist. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I said, no, 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 no. That therapist is your bitch. That's exactly what (laughs) I said to her. I go, that therapist is your bitch because you need somebody you can rely on that you can open up and you can talk to. That is not your mother. That is not me. You know, there's certain boundaries and it's, she's your bitch. And as soon as I said that to her, she said that it was easier for her to talk to someone. She didn't know about some really hard subject matter because she put it in her head. You work for me.
0: Yeah. So, (laughs) I mean, and that's the thing too. The doctors at the hospital, they are not allowed to turn anyone away for any help regardless of pay status, anything.
1: Yeah. And that's another thing we get into. Yeah. There's so many problems.
0: Yeah. So, um, well, uh, like I ask all the time, what is one thing that if you could reach out to somebody who maybe just found out that they're pregnant, they are unsafe or unsure of their situation or what to do next, what would be that one thing that you think might help them? Get on the right path or pick the right choice. Um,
1: personally, I guess you know I've done this with my own kids. Friends find a trusted adult. Uh, know that it's a temporary situation that you're in. That there are long-term solutions that are right for you, um, and not to make a haste decision before or after. But finding even a stranger who's a trusted adult. Uh, There are lots of 800 numbers. There's now, you can text crisis lines. They don't even need to know who you are. You can make up a fake number on Google and text somebody that you don't even know at a crisis line for $20. Exactly. Find somebody to talk to, period.
0: I agree. Well, thank you again, Kirsten. I almost said Kristen. (laughs) I was one of those B people. How dare I?
1: <laughs> well, case, that's well, that's okay. Right. You can call Just me Caitlin like person. everyone
0: else does, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for having me on again. No, you always. I love it. And we'll definitely talk more again. And I thank you, especially for this sensitive topic. I know yeah. it's really hard for a lot of people to even digest it, let alone talk openly and freely about it. But I knew that if there was going to be anyone in my life that can gel as well as me <laughs> about it. It was definitely gonna be you.
1: Yeah, no filter.
0: <laughs> no filter. We tell no it fun. like it is. <laughs> All right, dear. Well, thank you again. And I hope you have yeah. a wonderful evening. And uh yeah, we'll talk again soon. Yay! Yay! <laughs> All right, bye. Bye.